0: Hi, it's Rainey G. I haven't been around. I know. (laughs) I actually have been around in lots and lots of places, but not on a podcast. Catch-up. Catch-up time. Common Core. Well, school's opening up and has opened in some places already. And uh, some states are doing the Common Core and others are still fighting it. (laughs) I wish there were more fighting it because... This is such an insidious thing that is going on, but it's, you know, not unusual with this administration to have um, insidious infiltrations and transformations going on in America. Um, I put a a link out on Facebook some time ago, a couple weeks ago, regarding textbooks and how they were actually rewritten a few years ago, probably pretty close to 2008, what do you think, Um, to start incorporating Islamic beliefs and theologies and ideologies, um, and getting rid of God, changing history, rewriting it, so that Islam discovered America, therefore it is their country. I don't know how Native Americans feel about that, but many of them came from the Middle East, And uh, nobody was here originally, actually. When you think about it, there were two people, right? Two people. And those two people spread out all over the world. So who took over who? Whose land is whose? Being part Native American, the way I look at that is, none of this is ours. The earth is the earth. And it's God's. And we are part of it. We're one with every tree and every bush and every flower and every animal and every person. We're connected. Nobody owns anything. But our government, the United States government, is going to try to own as much as possible. And then Manhattanize people. Move them into the cities and high rises. 30, 40 stories high. Maybe higher. Um should be really interesting it should go the way of the windmills and the solar panels because windmills are now all over the united states some of them are spinning most of them aren't and when they do spin especially in tornado alley the the uh they break and send these spears shooting through the air and in the winter time they freeze um we, You know, nobody ever looks at the big picture with these things. It's nice to have wind power and solar power. We should have all of those things on top of oil and gas and the other natural resources that the Earth gives us so that we can survive. But to eliminate the XL pipeline and send billions of dollars to Soros' backed um, uh, oil fields in Brazil and off the coast of Brazil... So that we can import oil instead of creating our own and, and taking care of our own. Doesn't make any sense, does it? But it's all part of the communist agenda. It's all part of the Marxist agenda. It's all where this administration comes from. And it's, speaking of the administration, um, everybody says, oh, Obama, he's so great and he's so smart and all these things. You realize that Obama does not run. The White House, right? We have said for years, since they first got into office, that Valerie Jarrett was actually elected president. And uh, Michelle Mushel, Michelle, I call her Mushell Obama, um, with her 35 plus staff people, and then Barack Obama with his 50 to 60 czars, they run the country under George Soros and others. The Center for American Progress, that's a communist organization. The Communist Party of the USA, the Church of Glamiel, um, all of them have the ideology that America was no good because of capitalism, which turned into imperialism, um, and therefore should be destroyed. And that's what they're, they're doing. You know, they're rewriting history, they're rewriting textbooks so that the children who are totally being programmed in school will 10, 15, 20 years from now say, hey, this is who we are and aren't we great? And what are you talking about? You don't know what history is. That's all a lie. So the textbooks are being rewritten and Obama wants a computer in every kid's hand, just like the the, uh, HHS wants a chip in every person's body so they can track you, so they can program you. And then he started this new new, uh, agency last week, the Nudge Agency, so they can change behaviors. Well, they've been changing behaviors. That was the whole Kool-Aid talk way back in 2008. When you have people who are on antidepressants and kids, I'm talking about. any And kids to me are now anywhere up to 30, 35. They're all living at home. Um, when you have them on drugs and on video games and on the internet constantly, they're already programmed to fall in love with somebody like Obama and believe that everything he says is, is true and should be followed I got attacked by a, um, a principal and he's a very popular principal he, uh, he runs a lot of the workshops and talks and chats, etc. For, for teachers who just look up to him like crazy um, and he's into Common Core, of course and and they were chatting one day about um, somebody on their side who was just really hating on Obama, and they couldn't understand why. And I answered, and I said, because you can't all forever avoid the truth. And he asked me back. He says, so what's the truth? And I said, well, the truth is that history is repeating itself, and if we don't learn our history, we will repeat it. And people don't understand what that history is that that you know Hitler said I am not a dictator and we need to disarm the people and that way they'll be under our thumb and Stalin said the same thing I'm not a dictator Mao I'm not a dictator you know uh, Chavez not a dictator all these people who say they're not dictators and Obama says I'm not a dictator but I wish I didn't have to go through Congress and I wish I could just do what I want to do which is being a dictator so a lot of that is is, I mean it's out there so this guy got mad at me He said oh you're one of those people I just read your whole profile you're one of those people who was against this man from the beginning and never gave him a chance well there you go there's somebody who's totally in love with Obama doesn't understand that the agenda is what got elected not Obama That the agenda was out there since the 1920s for um, the Fabian Socialists who integrated with the Communist Party and the Democratic Socialists of America, etc., who decided then that America should be destroyed and should be no better than a third world country so everyone's on the same playing field and everything's level. And that's where it's gone. We are how much in debt? Um, the newspapers and the news people will tell you, oh, 17 million, I mean 17 trillion. How about you up that just a little because we're really 70 trillion dollars in debt and have given basically eminent domain to the Chinese because we owe them over a trillion. Um, And who knows what else we've given away. The government is buying up land everywhere Like I said, to Manhattanize everyone, push them off their own lands into high-rises so that they can centralize people and keep track of them better. But you have to get rid of a bunch of them first, don't you? Well, we'll see that coming. Um, Soros is behind a lot of this. uh, Putin from Russia has issued another um, indictment against him, and, and he would be arrested if he went to Russia. But we haven't. This is a, a war criminal and a, a traitor and a treasonous SOB. But do we have anything out there saying, arrest this man? He's trying to... Uh, he's guilty of sedition and treason and... No. And he's um, he's backing with billions anti-Israel groups that are also part of um, Hamas and jihadists. Oh, nothing wrong with that, right? And his media, which is, um, you know, ABC and CBS, NBC, MSNBC, and CNN, are pushing for Hillary. Well, Hillary was his second choice after Obama popped up in 2008. Now, they brought Obama into the picture with Hillary to either have the first black president or the first woman president. And when they saw that the women were divided after Palin came on the scene, they decided that it was better to go with the black man because blacks would be dumb enough just to vote for somebody because they were black, and uh, and that that worked, didn't it? Um, now Hillary was his second choice. Pelosi and Hillary, by the way, both have right-hand people who are <laughs> Soros's people. I mean, that's 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 who they are. So. Hillary's being pushed for 2016, and she's got a 54-point lead over anyone else in the Democratic Party. And, of course, the GOP doesn't have really anyone. There's Ted Cruz and um, a couple others, but, you know, the establishment GOP is going to destroy that because I believe the establishment GOP got co-opted a long time ago. They don't even know who they are anymore, so we're in trouble still. Still. And uh, Hillary with Benghazi and the cover-up that went on and is still going on there, um, I don't know, could take 10 years after she's elected to find out what really happened. I don't know. But all of the witnesses, more than 30 of them, who were on the ground on top of all the CIA operatives in Benghazi um, when our ambassador was killed, are being moved around the country their names changed and they're being polygraphed once a week to make sure they aren't speaking to anyone now if there's no cover up why would you do that why would the government not want these people to speak to anyone or to for us to know who they are and what they know if it was all up and up and it was all about a a videotape um, a YouTube videotape then there wouldn't be any of these things going on. So the cover-up is continuing, and what we see going on in the Middle East is the Egyptian people trying to tell Americans, your your president supports uh, terrorism. Stop it. Stop him. And then we have people like McCain and Graham who definitely need to get out of Congress going over to Egypt and insulting the people and trying to push for Morsi to come back into power. In other words, again, traitors, let's move these uh, Muslim Brotherhood-backed people back into power because the Muslim Brotherhood is coming into power in the United States. There's not one country in the world that is Muslim that didn't become Muslim through violence. In other words, people didn't just say, oh, let's all be together because we have a common ground they They attack and kill and maim and um, push their own agendas in every place that they have ever gone so this this uh what's going on now with the embassies closing is real interesting. I mean how stupid Americans are because they're going to give uh, Hillary an award for defending America and uh Her little person, Rice, who's now, you know, in the Department of Defense, says, oh, we got to close the embassies from this date to this date because there's a possible threat. How many of you out there are veterans or in the military who would tell your enemy exactly when you're going to close something and when you open it again? And if you're the enemy, if you're thinking and putting yourself in the enemy's head wouldn't you say, oh, let's not do it those days, let's wait till the day after. Or, let's not do it right now, let's wait till next week. Let's really catch them off guard. Let's say we're going to do it this day and jump to the next day. So we have a real smart people in office telling the enemy exactly what we're going to do and why and showing how weak America is Um Uh, it's just not the right thing to do. You don't tell the enemy what you're doing, but this is, this is uh, America is the enemy to many of these people who are in office. Um, The Department of Homeland Security, we're talking about immigration and securing the borders. You know why that's kind of a contradiction and a problem for many in Congress? Because those who are on all the committees that know what What the Homeland Security has done Know that they already have The entire perimeter of the United States Including Alaska and Hawaii Under their control Now, the office of the president The executive office Is supposed to protect our borders Um, But the way they've done this Is that they've put DHS in charge of all of this and, And secured the borders around the United States so that they can confiscate all electronic materials from Americans at any time without a warrant. Um, They can put surveillance on Americans and stop them and detain them without a warrant. They can take their computers, their cell phones, and keep them, use them, analyze them, whatever, without a warrant. That's how they think the borders are already secured. But anyone crossing the borders uh, can't be detained because we wouldn't want to be racist and won't be deported because we wouldn't want to be Americans that say you can't come into our country unless you do it legally. So, so our borders are really wide open in more ways than, than we know and closed in more ways than we know. Um, Soros is behind a lot of it. The Center for American Progress is behind a lot of it. Sharia law is becoming commonplace in some cities in America. A hundred million dollar mosque going up in America. Um, sure, there are peaceful Islamic people. But if they believe in the Quran, which makes them Muslim, then they believe that they have to follow what the Quran says. And I'm not, I've done many podcasts on the Koran, and you can um, flip back through all the podcasts. There's about 190 or 200 and something out there, um, which goes through the Koran almost line by line and tells you what, um, what we're up against. They're in the White House. They're in every, uh, every agency of the government. They're in Congress. They're in our churches. They're in our courts. They're in our schools and it's the kids i'm most concerned about because apparently the people over 50 aren't worth it anyway um, there was a, a it was kind of, it was a phony petition but they somebody went out and asked a lot of people if they would sign a petition to euthanize anyone over the age of 50 or 55 because they're elderly and therefore no good anymore and people actually signed it because they thought that those people are the ones who are costing us all the money because they're senile or they have Alzheimer's or they're sickly or whatever. It's the 50-plus-year-olds who are running the country and have kept this country free. Um, but we'd like to euthanize them. And and people signed this. And that doesn't, they weren't just like weirdo hippies from wherever. These were people, you know, anywhere from the ages of, of 18 to, to 40 because, you know, they're not 50 yet, so they're not telling the government to euthanize them. If you listen to George Bernard Shaw, who was a very famous playwright, who came up through the 20s, he was a Fabian socialist, and there are actually videotapes of him talking, and he says very clearly, if you are no longer productive, or we feel that you are no longer productive, then it's time for you to go, and we should take care of that. Now, eight anyone who's familiar with Nazi Germany or Stalin's Russia or even Mao's China where they killed millions and millions of people would listen to this and say, guess what? We're moving to the same place, which is what I tried to tell that principle. If we don't remember history, we will repeat it, and it's going to be repeated here. And that's where we are going. We have courts that allow Sharia law to dictate um, the law of the land. And we have Islamist extremists, which are most of them. <laughs> they're not just a few extremists. These are most of Islam is extreme because they believe in what the Quran says about killing all if- infidels, especially those who don't convert correctly. Um, and they're, they're using that ideology... To push all the other agendas forward. Now the problem with all of this, of course, is that there are a lot of pawns on this chessboard. Gay people are pawns. Black people are pawns. Native Americans are pawns. Working class, middle class America are pawns. Women are being used as pawns now, and they were before. But now that Hillary is in in the uh, almost in the race, she says she's not. Of course she is. And now her daughter is going to get into politics too. Um, I'd say send her to be the ambassador to uh, Libya. Because it doesn't matter, right? Whatever happens, happens. But they're all being used as pawns and by the elite. And the elite are being told, don't worry, you'll be taken care of. Well, there's only so many elite that can be taken care of. So you have to pick and choose. Are you going to be the one? We have senators who are thinking, oh boy, I'm one of the elite. And if I do what he says and they say, then I'll be okay and my family will be Okay until they don't need you anymore. And that's what they don't get. That's just what they don't get. That, yeah, you go against your American people and your country and your God. Go ahead and do what they tell you to do because you're fearful that something now might happen. Um, the reporter, Hastings, who was definitely murdered because he was onto to a huge story coming from from Snowden's leaks from the NSA. He was murdered. His car He didn't drive off the road at 100 miles an hour and slam into a tree by mistake. Um, his car accelerated quickly, which the CIA is able to, to cause, no problem. And there were three explosions. Now, I, I've seen a lot of car wrecks, and I've seen huge truck trucks, I mean fuel trucks, that get into wrecks. And there's one explosion. Then there's, you know, little small ones afterwards in the fire. There's three explosions in this car. No real skid marks heading into the tree. The tree that was hit had some bark removed from it, but a car going 100 miles an hour and exploding at the same time would do some damage, don't you think? Um, the guy was murdered, and he had said just the day before, I'm onto something. I have to go under the radar for a while. I'm fearful for my friends and family because they're already questioning them. So... So, yeah, there's the threat of being murdered by our own CIA or whoever, because probably, I would guess, that half the CIA by now is part of um, the jihadis who, who want the overthrow of America. Um, and they're everywhere. So that's where we are politically. And it's, it's exhausting, isn't it? I mean, I have people who have been doing this fight since 2007, or before even, when we knew that they were going to push Obama. Um, into office, <clears throat> and, and they're tired. They're getting more tired all the time. And, and one of the reasons that they're tired is because they're preaching to the choir now. There's still all these Americans out there who say, Oh, you never gave him a chance. You were against this guy from the beginning. And he's such a great president. And he's so smart. He's so smart. <laughs> um, he gives the same speeches five years in a row, but nobody remembers that it. it's the same speech because he didn't get a new speechwriter. If his teleprompter goes down, he can't even talk. If you ask him a question, I have no clue. I never knew about this, I never knew about that, I never knew about this. So, you know, it was obvious from the day he took office. The health care plan was already written, all 70 million pages of it, because the Center for American Progress and Hillary's health care plan were on the table. And so they, yeah, it was all written already. They do an immigration bill and they add pork to everything they can. So it's taller than, than uh, my house when you put all the pages together. It has nothing to do with immigration. It has nothing to do with immigration and securing the borders. It's all who's going to get what. Our Congress is corrupt. There are more than 79 Congress people who have accepted money from terrorist groups. That's treason. Sorry, it is. And uh, they should be removed and imprisoned. Everyone in the White House executive branch should be removed and imprisoned. Um, Our judicial system, we have co-optation and coercion going on there. Total corruption. With threats. We have in our military, unfortunately, uh, commanders who are either being removed because they are true American commanders or they're being put into place because they are anti-American commanders. America is in trouble, people. Big, big trouble. And everybody's just trying to just make it, you know? I mean, most people in America are entrepreneurial in spirit in many ways. That's how we became America. We we invent things. We have more patents than any any other country in the world. Um, Our way of thinking, or the way it used to be anyway, is, okay, you got knocked down, get back up. Pull up your bootstraps and find out what you did wrong and move forward. Not Obama's move forward, but move forward in a way that helps humanity and helps this country. I mean, that's where we came from. Thomas Edison made a million, million, million mistakes. Each one was a positive thing because he learned what not to do. And so when he got to the point where he found something that did work, he said, great, all those mistakes led me here. And that's how Americans feel. That's how who they are. It's like, oh, that's good. That one didn't work. Let's move on to this one then. Let's try this now. Let's be innovative and creative and and really make the world a better place. Um, and that's all Americans are trying to do. And everybody I talk to, they're, they're trying to make ends meet. But... Unemployment is much higher than what we're being told it is. It's probably closer to 40%. Um, We'll hear things, the jobs report come out and say, oh, there's 182,000 more jobs last month. They are all part-time. Well, 71% of them are part-time jobs. And the rest of them are in the government. So Americans are out of work. They're out of money. They're out of patience. I don't want them to be out of hope. Because in spite of all the things I just got done talking about, There is hope. If you continue to fight, keep the sword up. Don't surrender. Don't give up. Don't quit because you're so frustrated and exhausted and exasperated. Don't stop whatever you've been doing, but do it better. Know that if you're frustrated because no one's listening, then you might be talking to the wrong people. Because the ones you're talking to already know, and they don't want to hear it anymore. So you need to move to a different side, to a different place, over the wall, around the gate, through the window, whatever you have to do. Because if you give up hope, that's what America was built on. Then you might as well give up America. And if you give up America, what difference is it from people who want to destroy it? If you give up on your country, if you won't fight for it anymore, if you don't have hope in it anymore... Then you're the same as the other side, and you've become the enemy, and you don't want to do that. We need to keep up hope. I have um, other things I need to talk about, but because they're not related to all this, it wouldn't make any sense. So I'll do a separate podcast tomorrow around um, money, finances, survival, kids, uh, communication, and uh, whatever else happens to pop up. And yeah, I truly will be back tomorrow. I'm going to be going on the road soon. I'll be all over the country. And um, I need to get some things done before I take off in the car and do all these things. But I will be back tomorrow. So please share this. Um, and you can go to earthwalk-usa.com. And, and right there on that page is is the, uh, the podcast library. So you can flip through and, and listen to whatever you want to. The books are out there, uh, selling well. Audible, they're on Audible, selling well. They have some of them have been translated to French and Spanish. They're they're getting there. Um, so we're everywhere. And if you do want to read one of the books that doesn't have to do with health, go to um, Souls of the Fire and also the I O Y R book because yes, they're stories about people. One of them is a love story, one of them is an unconditional love story, but they also include a lot of the connections to politics and how our lives are totally connected to what's going on globally and how everything that these people are doing globally affects our lives. It affects our relationships with each other, it affects families, Um, and sometimes we don't even realize it. You know, you can can have a relationship with someone, whether it's a, a love relationship or friendship or whatever, and because of what's going on globally and then in the country and then back to your hometown and then in your house, um, those relationships are being destroyed because the energy is so negative and so oppressive that we take it out on each other because we can't seem to make the changes elsewhere. So we destroy each other. <laughs> and this isn't that convenient for those who want people destroyed. So please share this uh, the podcast. Share it. Because I'm not preaching to the choir, but I, but you know, you never know who you're going to share it with, who never heard any of this, who might learn something, and they might be the one who's going to make the difference. So don't give up. Find that one person who might make the difference, and uh, and come back and and follow and um, you know come onto the the Potom Network and follow me um, or on Twitter or wherever else because. It's coming to the point where a few voices are going to be heard. So you want to at least get some of the voices out there that, that will make a difference to one person, if only one, maybe millions. But you got to start with the one first. Okay, this is Rainy G. Thanks for listening. Come back.